Good day, everyone, and welcome to Talk with Tom. I am your host, Aaron Wilker. And before we start our conversation with Tom, I would like to remind everyone that you are able to listen to these podcasts by going to Tom's website, successseriesllc.com, and under the blog tab, you will find the link to the Talk with Tom podcast. You may also subscribe to them at uh, Google Play, Stitcher, and the iTunes Store. This podcast is being sponsored by Tom's upcoming mastermind group that you may apply to be a part of at Tom's website, successseriesllc.com. Tom is looking for five people to join with him once a month for the next six months via phone, Skype, or GoToMeeting, helping each other become more successful in business and personal life. It is also being sponsored by Tom's ebook, Getting From Here to There. You are able to download the first two chapters of this book, once again, by going to Tom's successseriesllc.com website and subscribing to receive email notifications for Tom's bi-weekly blog posts. On today's Talk with Tom, our topic, Tom will be giving us 10 ways to make this year our best year ever. And now, it is a great privilege for me to introduce my coach, my mentor, and my friend, Tom Hart. Good day, Tom. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Aaron. How about yourself? I'm excellent, as always, Tom. Thank you very much. And we have a lot to talk about today, Tom, and we have a short time to do it. So I'm going to ask you to begin giving us your advice on how we can make this year our best year ever. And I believe that you've promised us at least 10 ways to do this. Exactly. In fact, uh, let's just uh, preface this all by saying, you know, the beginning of the year is the perfect time to do what I'm about to outline. And it's a time to kind of look back at the past year and look forward to the future year. And most of us at this time of year turn our focus to improving ourselves and our life and implementing new habits and new routines. Many of us resolve, i.e., you know, New Year's resolutions to make positive changes. But, you know, at the end of the day, we advocate a New Year's intention and following a deliberate goal-setting and achievement focus. And that's how you truly make your dream a reality. So today I'm going to offer up 10 ways to greatly improve your odds. Statistics show us that 8% of people achieve their New Year's resolution. 49% achieve some level of that, and 24% have no achievement whatsoever. So resolutions is not the way to go. Uh, As we've taught before, goals have to be very measurable. And this intention, this New Year's intention and deliberate goal setting and the process that I'm about to outline is a means by which you can vastly increase your odds of having your goals achieved in the year ahead. So number one is to first look back. So assess the past year and make that past year kind of complete, if you will, in your mind. So you take an honest look at 2016. You assess the good, the bad, the ugly. You celebrate your triumphs. You look from, learn from your mistakes. There's a number of things that can be done that are just valuable feedback to help you assess this past year. And recently, 
I have created a tool allowing the listeners to have an outline form that I call the year-end assessment tool. And you can go to my website, go to resources, go to uh, the download of the workshop resources, and you'll see the year-end assessment tool there. You can also go to my blog page and scroll down to year-end assessment tool and download it there. But it will guide you. It's a well, probably a six or ten page document that outlines this process of assessing your year and um, kind of looking at 2016. Number two is finish up or let go in order to make this year your best year ever. There's a number of things that might be incomplete from 2016, and by that I mean things that are Basically, you need to honor and then let go of and move on from. There might be things that are um, holding you back energetically, let alone actual tasks that are literally incomplete. So, again, I'd recommend going to the website, go to the workshop resource page on my, on my uh, website, and download the handout entitled 10 Ways to Complete Before Moving Forward. And it's just a worksheet that will help you identify where your incompletes are and to list them and start to move from them. And oftentimes, some of those incompletes would transfer from the prior year to current year. So, again, you want to, first thing, step back, look at your past year, assess it in reality of where you are regarding what you wanted to achieve and lessons learned. And then you're kind of set your, setting yourself up for success of moving forward into the next year. And that, of course, is number three, to put your 2017 goals in writing. Let me emphasize, it is so, so important to write down our goals. I cannot tell you how many times I have forgotten goals that I've written down years before. And then I'll come across the list and realize, oh, my gosh, I did that and I did that and I did that. In other words, it's all subconscious almost, but writing down your goals and better yet, even visualizing them daily allows you to really give it power, to give it um, conviction. And so um, there's a lot of statistics around the power of that written word. And by written, um, you know, there's certain schools of thought out there that think, you know, it's got to be handwritten on a piece of paper with your pen and there's a transfer that takes place. Um, I'm of the opinion that if you're in the digital age and you're typing it up or you're putting it in your phone or you're using a computer uh, app to manage those goals, that works just fine too. Better yet, post them um, on your wall. Make them very obvious to see day in and day out. You were going to say? I, I will tell you, yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you that uh, last year, 2016, I on a Word document, typed out 11 goals, saved it to my desktop, and just looking back using your assess, you know, assessment tool for the past year, I've actually completed at least nine of those 11 goals. I believe I've completed number 10 as well. Um, I still have to wait for my accountant to confirm this for me uh, as well. So, Absolutely. I would encourage everybody to do what you've just said. You know, put it on your desktop, put it on your um, 
Windows or whatever it is that you use, look at it, if not every day, at least once a week. Well, and to help you learn and to provide for the uh, power of written goals, last year at about this time, I wrote a blog post entitled Four Tips for Reaching Your 2016 Goals. Now, those same tips would apply, obviously, for this year's 2017 goals. But um, go to the website, go to the search box, put in this title, Four Tips for Reaching Your 2016 Goals, and that blog post will come right up. So it's helpful to see not just uh, the process of goal setting and, and, and the outline that we're talking about today, but some of the power that goes behind things like the difference between writing them down and not writing them down. And the statistics, again, don't lie. So it's one of those things where, you know, different studies have been done with those who wrote their goals down versus not write them down. And I can personally attest that it makes a big difference. So that's number three, put your goals in writing. Number four is uh, exercise to make this year your best year ever. And we all know that exercise is essential for overall good health. But what us high achievers know is that it's also an essential component of energy creation. And if you think about it, energy creation is a, is a kind of oxymoron when it comes to people's perception of exercise. They think, if I'm going to go exercise, I'm going to expend energy, and it's going to drain me. But really what it does is it shoots those endorphins into your system, and it helps you gain energy. It creates energy. If you eat healthy, it's creating energy. You know, there's a, there's a value, again, to looking at your body as a vehicle that you're just trying to fuel to get you through the achievement. And if your achievements are 11 in number, like yours, for instance, whereas somebody else might have three, then you're going to need more energy to achieve more, let alone what those 11 might be in comparison to those three. But exercise, good nutrition is essential to having this best year ever because it will continue to feed you. You know, I've noticed, as happens every January, that at my health club, there's a lot more people there. <laughs> and unfortunately, come late February, there will be plenty of parking spaces again because people will become too busy to work out or whatever their reasoning is. But Exercise is not something that you have time for. It's something t that you make time for. So you've got to calendar your exercise time. And it's an investment in your life, your longevity, but more importantly to our topic, your productivity, your achievement productivity. So number four, exercise to make this year your best year ever. Number five, build new relationships. Now, this is kind of having to be explained here. By that, I don't necessarily mean that you let go of relationships that you have because unless they're toxic, they're serving you in some way. And maybe part of your assessment is to assess those relationships because, as you've heard me say, uh, well, and it actually I'm quoting Jim Rohn when I say it, we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So be very careful of choosing who those five people are. And to get to a new level, you will likely need to expand your relationships through networking and other means to be able to do that. And 
in that exchange, you'll find that others become more inclined to help you as you help them, and you're improving their world, they're improving yours, they're getting you to think differently. Successful people know the value of good networking. They spend years building and cultivating that network. So as a result, there are probably much more fruitful opportunities coming their way. They're better positioned to take advantage of them. It's the kind of thing where, you know, if you are where you are because of who you are, then in order for you to become to a different place, you have to become a different person. You know, it's almost like the goal is not the result you necessarily want. It's who you become to achieve that goal in the process of achieving that goal. That is making you step up to a higher level uh, of, uh, of uh, not only achievement, but of, of personal worth. So number one, assess the past year. Number two, finish up and let go. Do your incompletes. Number three, put your goals in writing. Number four, exercise. And then I'll add a little adjunct there, you know, also modify or, or continue good nutrition. And then number five, build new relationships. Okay, very good. And, you know, I know just from receiving, you know, your biweekly uh, emails and blog posts that you send out, you have many free resources uh, at your website, successseriesllc.com, and um, easy to find. I mean, I just went to your website just to make sure I could do this before I say it. Under your resources tab, the workshops, uh, resources, many different free downloads for people to help them uh, get there. One of them being your assessment plan for the past year, you know, how to assess your past year. So great number of tools, Tom, that you provide for us right there at your website for free. So um, good stuff. All right. Well, thank you. So thank you, Aaron. And of course, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, you know, having them parked on the website is great because we get a, a, a number of downloads regularly, daily. Um, but what I want to encourage everybody to do is use them. This year-end assessment tool, this is the perfect time to do it. Download that year-end assessment tool. Go through the exercises that are in it. Put 2016 in perspective. Get the, uh, the the incompletes worksheet, and then move on to 17. Like like it's a it's a check the box, leave it behind. You've accomplished what you accomplished. Now it's time to move ahead, and it really energetically uh, clears you up to be able to succeed. Right, and another one I would ask you know people you know when you and I first started working together is actually you know your your life will taking a look at the seven areas or, you know, yeah. um, of your life. Start there and then use all the other tools that you provide. So let's continue on, Tom. Uh, what's the rest of your advice for us? Uh, what is number six on your list? Number six is learn new skills to make this your best year ever. So new goals require new actions, and new actions typically require new skills. So just like I was saying about becoming that person that you want to become by way of achieving that goal means that you've got to be different than you are right now because where you are right now 
who you are as a person right now brought you to where you are right now. So take a moment to identify some of the skills that you'd like to acquire this year and begin looking for people and resources to help you acquire those skills. Now, in a way, you want to reverse engineer your goals list. So look at your goals and find what steps would be necessary to incrementally achieve that goal. And one of those steps might be learning a new skill. So whether it's a local class or an online course or a seminar, remember that all skills are learnable. Don't make excuses. All skills are learnable. People who stop learning new skills are the first ones that become obsolete. So you want to be constantly learning. It's that lifetime learner that you want to be. Books, resources, online, uh, seminars, etc. That's number six. Learn new skills. Number seven kind of relates to what I was talking about earlier on the toxic relationships. I said, look, Number seven, move away from relationships that don't support your success. Now, toxic relationships are a no-brainer. You move away from them as fast as you can after you notice the damage they're doing or the person that they, that they are in your life and the lack of contribution that they're making to you. But unfortunately, many of us surround ourselves with people that don't support our success, and they could be friends, colleagues, even relatives, and some of these people might try to belittle your ambition. Now, that's a little different than the toxic relationship. Like I say, the toxic relationships, get rid of them fast. This is a little gray area where you may not notice it so much, but some of those individuals just don't understand that that encouragement, that motivation, that kind of momentum that you're creating for your year is gonna be part and parcel uh, driven by what support and what encouragement they might give you. So be watching for that. Attitudes, philosophies, behaviors of the people around you who are not aligned with you must be dissolved in that kind of um, responsible, honorable way. So number seven, move away from relationships that don't support your success. Number eight, make balance a priority. You know what? Before I move on, let me mention some about seven. Oftentimes, these are our family members. In other words, they're not exactly going to be able to be, quote, unquote, move away from. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want uh, to make it sound flippant that it's like this automatic thing that's so easy to do, move away from relationships that don't support your success, because oftentimes, those individuals are your family members. And part of what's going on when they're doing that is that by you achieving your success, you're actually changing their world. You see how that works, Aaron? Because their norm, their comfort level, includes you in a certain place in their order. And so as you move outside of that for them, it creates for them a discomfort. And a lot of it's subconscious, but oftentimes it's those that are closest to us that are kind of like poo-pooing some idea you might have or, or finding holes in it that would be means. And I'm not talking about good feedback that's kind of like, you know, helping you assess a situation, but I'm just talking about like their automatic dishing of it without even thinking. That's more about them and their tape playing on, on you know, replay. <laughs> It has nothing to do with you. So 
So be careful of it. But I do want to acknowledge that, you know, with family members, it's got to be a little bit more um, finessed. <laughs> but know that uh, you could almost expect it from them. And therefore, it just, just manage it. That's all I mean on the family members. Okay, number eight, make balance a priority. Now, if this year is going to be your best year, then it must be successful in all the seven life areas. So physical, financial, professional, relational, spiritual, personal, and philanthropical have got to be all in balance. And by that I mean you don't want to have a year of achieving high financial goals at the cost of your health or a year where your uh, relationship is hurt by way of some promotion or business activity that you take on. You want this to be a year where you achieve balance, and balance is about consistency. If you're consistently investing in each of these areas, and by the way, as you heard me say before, I'm not talking about equal time. I'm talking about taking that life wheel you just mentioned, assessing your level of fulfillment on a scale of 1 to 10. And by fulfillment, I don't mean your results. I mean your internal happiness. That fulfillment that that area brings you, like I say, professional, physical, spiritual, etc. And then have each of those be looked at in their true colors. And if you're scoring yourself as, as a three or four on a level of fulfillment for relationship, you should put a little emphasis in that area. And that's not to say that that's 40 hours a week and that your professional area should knock down from 40 hours a week or 80 hours a week to, to 10. It's to say, no, you need to put more energy into that relationship area and maybe look at the other areas and see where there's some give that have a higher fulfillment right now. It's not a trade-off. It's not like you're going to lower your level of fulfillment in one area because you're emphasizing it in another. We live in an abundant universe that allows for both of those to be a 10, all seven of those to be a 10. So create that balance, and you want this year to achieve that balance. And if you neglect it, those areas will suffer. So be sure that that is on your radar. Number eight, make balance a priority. Number nine, Create a plan to make this year your best year ever. Your life is either progressing or declining. So there's no status quo. We all know time marches on. So change is the constant. And if you're not continuously growing, that means you're falling behind. So you've got to create a plan that's committing you to the action necessary to make the achievement. So that plan is a way to allow for you to be able to formulate, if you will, the resulting goal outcome that you want. So you're going to have to find the means to do that by way of talking to others because success leaves clues, reading books, listening to podcasts, attending workshops, all that stuff we talked about earlier, maybe hiring a coach. you got to expose yourself to new concepts to fuel your creativity, and spark new ideas to create this plan because the plan will be your actionable steps to move you forward. And once you start moving, you have momentum on your side. 
So by no means am I saying you got to map it out between here and the goal achievement. It's just map out the next 90 days, map out the next step or 10 that would move you in the direction of that goal. And as you've heard me say before, maybe reverse engineer it where you, you set the goal and then you think, what does it take to get there? And what would it take right before achieving it? What would it look like? And then what before that? And then what before that? And then what before that? And then what next? So that the next step you take toward that end of achieving that goal is allowing you to get momentum on your side. So number nine, create a plan to make this year your best year ever. Set that intention and put those action steps on paper. By the way, this is a fluid document. This is not a plan that gets set in concrete and you got to follow it to the letter. It is going to be moved, revised, changed because you're going to get feedback along the way. You're going to have new opportunities show up. You're going to have new challenges to work around. So it's a fluid document. It's a fluid plan. But right now, it's just getting it out of your head and onto paper that will allow you to build momentum. So number nine, create a plan. Lastly, number 10, hold yourself accountable. Now, by holding yourself accountable, this could possibly be your most important step because lacking accountability is one of the single greatest reasons for failure. So if no one is holding us accountable for the implementation of these new habits, these new behaviors, we're likely to fall back. So our old patterns have a lot more history. You see, it's kind of like that saying where, you know, it takes a lot more to turn a tanker around than it does a speedboat. Because your tanker, your, your normal everyday habits, they've been in place for years sometimes. And so when we're here at the beginning of 2017 and we're wanting to credit, create a new habit or a new uh, routine in our life, our automatic is to default back to that, you know, old system. So we've got to overcome that old system. And, and the way to do that is track your weekly activities or maybe even your daily activities. You've got to have some measurement to be able to have these new standards become inevitable because you want to have that old automatic broken tape of habit or routine change. And we all know that what gets measured gets improved. So you're going to have to look at it from that place of comparison. Now, of course, a coach is a good way to, to, to have that accountability resource. Uh, and many of my coaching clients um, find themselves making a lot of progress those first, those next couple of days before my call. So um, it's amazing how it works. But and I'm the same way with my coach. If I'm if I'm having a weekly session, let's say, or even every couple of weeks, um, and a client um, is is uh, is uh, knows that I'm going to call uh, two weeks, uh, that first week they're probably implementing a lot of the things that we talked about in our call. They're starting to put those things into practice. That following week or those following days, they're kind of in this mode of, of um, just action. And they're not even thinking about the next coaching session. And it's those last couple of days prior to the call where they kind of wake up and go, whoa, I got to get underway with these things. I got to finish what I 
promised what I was accountable to do in between sessions because Tom's going to call me in a couple of days and I got to have results. <laughs> and it's amazing how they get them moving. You know, Zig Ziglar used to say, uh, you know, if somebody called you up and said, hey, I got an all expense paid vacation ready to roll for you, but you got to have everything on your plate accomplished within the next couple of days. Can you do it? You would say yes, and then you'd find a way to get that done. And that's kind of how we need to operate daily in order to achieve our goals. We've got to look at it like, hey, I've got, I've got deadlines to meet because my life is passing me by. I've got to achieve what I want to achieve on a yearly, monthly, weekly, daily basis. So number 10, uh, hold yourself accountable uh, to make this year your best year ever. All right. Excellent. So real quick review here. Number one we are going to start by assessing the past year. And again, a great tool for this would be your year-end assessment tool, which can be found at the website, successseriesllc.com. And under resources, or even under your blog tab, if you scroll down um, on your blogs, you have your free end your our free year-end assessment tool and just click on that and uh, PDF comes right up. So assess the past year. Finish up or let go was number two. So finish up with 2016 and whatever was negative there or whatever you didn't accomplish, let it go. Don't dwell on it. We're looking towards the future. We're, look, we're moving forward. Three, put your goals into writing. Uh, tremendous advice. I, you know, you do it, I do it, and just from experience can talk to the success we have just by writing our goals down. Um, exercise. I I allow myself. 15 to 20 minutes every morning. It's the first thing I do when I wake up. I start my day with some very simple exercises in the morning. Um, helps get my blood flowing, get my metabolism moving, and makes just the rest of the day so much easier. Number five, build new relationships. Network. Get out there. Do it. Again, wonderful success tool. Um, Number six, learn new skills. Make this year your best year. Learn new skills. Uh, learn a new language, if nothing else, right? But if you don't know Excel, learn Excel. It's amazing what you can do in business. <laughs> um, how many people don't know how to do something like that? And they're always looking for somebody. They're willing to pay people to do things like that. Number seven, move away from your relationships that don't support your success. Again, uh, I'd say that one's pretty important. Like you said, the, you, are, you are the five people you hang out with the most. So great advice there. Make balance a priority so that you can make this your best year ever. Balance all these areas um, accordingly. Number nine, Create a plan uh, to make this your best year ever. Again, write it down. 
Um, and like I said, reverse engineer those goals. You know, uh, break down the plan into little smaller goals. You know, you've said it before. How do you eat an elephant? Right? One bite, One at, bite a time. at a time. So <laughs> exactly. Um, and number ten, hold yourself accountable. Um, a great tool, I find, um, you know, to hold yourself accountable is other people. And a mastermind group is a great way. You know, you hold each other accountable, you help each other out, and um, it's a great place to find support. And if I'm not mistaken, Tom, there is still time for people to apply for your mastermind group that you're holding over the next six months. Uh, is this correct? That's correct. We've got a couple spots left. And let me just mention from experience, having facilitated these over the last 15 years, that you will learn business and personal strategies that will generate eight to ten times your investment. You're going to learn a number of things that are new and proven life strategies and business strategies. You're going to have networking opportunities with highly qualified peers. We, it's, a, it's a selection process by application. We have a great mix of individuals that way. You're going to pick up strengths in their leadership that you can grow, weaknesses that will be identified by your peers that you can improve, insights for productivity, great physical and mental energy, and, of course, clarity around your own personal and professional goals. This mastermind group is going to be an opportunity to really take a quantum leap into the future of where you want to be. So I highly encourage the listeners to go to the website, go to the blog page, scroll down to Mastermind Invitation, Mastermind Group Invitation, and click on that link. You'll find all the information about this valuable opportunity there. Yep, exactly. Again, great tool. Um, and the fact that the opportunity to mastermind with you, uh, that, that's, that's a huge um, opportunity is the word I'm looking for. Just great stuff. All right. So before we finish up here, Tom, you know, every, at the end of every one of our calls, we always ask you for your final thoughts and action steps for us to take to uh, help us progress forward, get us through this next month until our next talk with Tom. Well, the action step is going to be probably a little bit more specific than um, what I've done in the past, and that is that do these 10. And now that sounds pretty overwhelming because usually I would say, hey, pick three and have at it and, and you know, you'll see progress in your life. What I'm saying now is we're at the beginning of the year. This is the time to really commit. These are the 10 ways that you're going to make this your best year ever. And if you do these 10, if you do that yearly assessment, if you do each one of those steps, you will find yourself prepared and ready to roll. And you can't do that at any other time of the year because months would have passed in that time that you would have waited to do these 10. So, it must be that for our January call, our action step is to take these 10 ways and make them part of your integral to your, to your day. One way that I would recommend um, 
assisting in writing your 2017 goals is to download my personal strategic plan template. This will allow you to have a tool that will help define your top three in each of the seven areas, and that alone will help you get organized to your 2017 goals. There's another resource we hadn't mentioned earlier that I'll mention here at the closing that you must you must kind of uh, approach this year as if this is your intentional year. This is your year to to achieve your goals, and this would be the way to do it. All right, very good. Well, Tom, as always, thank you very much for your time and your thoughts. It is truly appreciated by all of us. And I'd like to remind everyone that today's Talk with Tom podcast is being sponsored by his upcoming six-month mastermind group, and that you can apply for this by going to Tom's website, successseriesllc.com, and under the blog tab, just scroll down and click on the mastermind group invitation, and the uh, application process will pop up there. And if, as long as you're at Tom's website, successseriesllc.com, there are many free resources that Tom provides uh, to help you grow your life and build your business there. Many more free resources can be found at that website, successseriesllc.com. And a lot of the things that Tom talked about today, you'll find there as well. And if you enjoyed this episode of Talk with Tom, we only ask that you pay it forward so that it might have an impact on someone else's life as well. Please forward it to your friends, family, or followers online. And if you're new to Talk with Tom, welcome. You have found the place where hundreds of super, super achievers have come to learn the techniques, tips, and tricks to personal and professional development company leadership and growth and relational improvement become better every day. Um, Every month, in just 30 minutes, Tom shares topic after topic, like today, to grow your life and build your business a little bit more uh, that month. All that compounds month after month to completely transform your life or business uh, success. So if you're not already subscribed, please join us. Talk with, talk, talk with Tom is 100% free. There are also special benefits that are sent only via uh, email. So be sure you subscribe yourself on iTunes. And we look forward to seeing you right back here on the last Wednesday of every month with a new Talk with Tom. Mm-hmm.